Listen, there's a great work to be done. As soon as you win this court battle, you must deliver this message. Take advantage of this opportunity and declare a powerful message to this world. He expects more of us. He believes we can do more. Who's going to stop Christ? Who's going to stop Christ from getting this work done? This is Behind the Work. Welcome to Behind the Work. I'm Grant Turgeon. The Worldwide Church of God was ruined by the spirit of compromise. After Herbert W. Armstrong died in 1986, his greatest book, Mystery of the Ages, lasted only about two years. He died on January 16th, 1986. And the book was available only from September 1985 to May 1988, just 32 months. Along with Mystery of the Ages, The Incredible Human Potential was also removed from print by the rebellious leaders after Mr. Armstrong died. They made all kinds of excuses for this. They said that really... The exact same words, the exact material from Mystery of the Ages and the Incredible Human Potential was supposedly in other church booklets anyway. And obviously, they, all of their excuses were just lies. You could, you could see this by the way that the history played out. But really, the main reason they put these major works of Mr. Armstrong out of print was not because other booklets contain the same message, but because they disagreed with the entire message of these books. They also waited as long as possible to even explain these massive changes to the membership. You would think, Oh, well, these are some pretty important books and it's a pretty big deal to put them out of print, but they waited three months to tell the members about mystery of the ages, not being printed anymore. They also destroyed the entire inventory of the book. So from May of 1988, when they stopped printing mystery of the ages, until December of 1988, when they finally told their staff that it wouldn't be printed anymore. That's seven months just to tell the staff about this major change in God's work. Then it took them another two months to tell the field ministry about putting mystery of the ages out of print. And then another 20 days after that to tell the members why were they waiting so long to inform God's people of these major changes? They're putting Mr. Armstrong's greatest work out of commission. And yet it takes them almost an entire year to tell everyone about it. Why the secrets if they're so sure they're right? Now, like I said, there were a lot of excuses that they made for all of these huge changes to God's work. 
mainly with putting out Mystery of the Ages and, and making sure that no one could get a copy of that anymore. But there were some other big changes going on, like I said, with the incredible human potential being put out of print, the United States and Britain in prophecy, just little tweaks to various booklets here and there as well. And it just was a constant, steady stream of changes. Here on page 110 of Raising the Ruins, Mr. Stephen Flurry writes about how Joseph Tkach made the change about assigning names to Bible scriptures. So for many years, Mr. Armstrong was specific about certain people fulfilling certain Bible passages. And this was something that Mr. Armstrong explained a lot about in Mystery of the Ages. Page 110 of Raising the Ruins, Mystery of the Ages has more to say about various scriptures assigned to Mr. Armstrong than any other book or booklet he ever wrote. Mr. Tkach now deemed these sections of the book erroneous and spiritually presumptuous. What members did not know at the time was that Mr. Tkach now believed the whole book had so many errors that a revised copy couldn't even be printed. So here is an area where they're trying to explain this decision to stop printing Mystery of the Ages. And they present it as if it's just a very minor issue. They just they need to do some revisions of Mystery of the Ages. There's some parts in there about specific scriptures applying to certain individuals. Those at least need to be removed because we just don't know for sure. We can't be totally sure if Mr. Armstrong is the end time Elijah used by God to proclaim the gospel around the world and to prepare the way for the second coming of Jesus Christ. We can't say things like that. So really, that's not a huge deal. We just need to compromise on this one little point in Mystery of the Ages. But of course, even while Tkach is explaining this issue, in 1989 that's what he's saying in public he's trying to make it seem like he doesn't have major disagreements with mystery of the ages and yet at the very end of that same year in private his own son said mystery of the ages was riddled with error so which was it were there just maybe some problems with the incidental points, some of the peripheral issues of Mystery of the Ages? Or was the entire book riddled with error? They've said very different things in public than they did in private. The truth is they disagreed with the entire book. This book that explains all the fundamental truths of the Bible and Joseph Zakach and Joseph Tkach Jr. and all those other men in the Worldwide Church of God had major disagreements with the entire book. 
they replaced Mystery of the Ages with a booklet called Who Was Jesus? Now, this alone shows how much they really did disagree with Mystery of the Ages, even though it took them forever to admit it. Even though it took them almost a year to tell everyone that they weren't going to print Mystery of the Ages again, even though they tried to pretend like they didn't have huge issues with the book itself, and really it was just a couple minor points here and there, and and the rest of the materials and other booklets anyway, just the fact that they replaced Mystery of the Ages with a booklet titled, Who Was Jesus?, tells you all you need to know. Mystery of the Ages was written with the largest audience possible in mind. Mr. Armstrong wanted to reach the world with the same gospel message that Jesus Christ himself taught. You can see in Mark 1 verses 14 and 15 that Jesus Christ preached the gospel of the kingdom of God. That was what Christ himself spoke about. And yet, the WCG replaced Mystery of the Ages, which proclaimed that gospel message with a booklet titled, Who Was Jesus? Notice this warning in Matthew 24. This is a warning about some of the things that we need to be aware of in this end time. Jesus Christ is explaining all of the problems that will be on the world scene as we approach Christ's second coming. Matthew 24, verses 4 and 5. Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. In other words, many people would come and preach a false gospel message about Christ. Telling us about the man himself instead of focusing on the actual message that Christ taught. That's a huge, huge change. The Worldwide Church of God, just a couple years after Mr. Armstrong died, discarded the true gospel message and replaced it with a counterfeit gospel. They stopped preaching the gospel of the coming kingdom of God and they started preaching about Jesus. That is just a real shame. So that was uh, announced in early 1989. The fact that who was Jesus was going to be a major booklet of the WCG a core piece of church literature. And then they announced two months later that Mr. of the Ages would be out of print. So you see the timing of it all. 
They're preparing the membership for the removal of their most important book. They start coming out with comments about not assigning names to scriptures and how there's incidental points that need to be revised while the book is on the shelf. And then almost a year later, they finally admit, actually, we're never going to print this book again. But hey, look, two months ago, we announced that we're producing Who is Jesus? You should be happy about that at least, right? They just slowly warmed the people up to the prospect of losing Mystery of the Ages. They got the people used to compromise one step at a time, just compromising here and there. And then boom, all of a sudden mystery of the ages is gone. Now we can't really blame the leadership entirely for this problem. It wasn't all their fault. They were just a few men at the top of the church. And the only reason they're, Rebellion was possible was because of the people themselves. Daniel 8 talks about this. This is, this is discussing a demon army inside God's own church in this end time. One man leading a, a spiritual attack against the church. Daniel 8 verse 12. And a host was given him against the daily by reason of transgression. And it cast down the truth to the ground and it practiced and prospered. One man and his rebels within the worldwide church of God with the support of a demon army cast the truth to the ground. And it all happened by reason of transgression. The sins of the people made it possible. The lukewarm, compromising spirit of the people made it all possible. They had a take it or leave it attitude toward God's truth. And so to them, it wasn't such a big deal that mystery of the ages was being edited and slowly phased out entirely. By the time the official announcement was made in early 1989, when they finally confessed to the membership that mystery of the ages was gone for good. Well, the people were already getting used to this idea. They were being prepared for it. One compromise at a time. Page 116 of Raising the Ruins has an interesting quote from Richard Rice, one of the Worldwide Church of God staff members at the time, a minister. Page 116 quotes Richard Rice in the Pastor General's report. The comments we continue to receive about Mystery of the Ages show that it is still having a powerful impact on the lives of many. Readers consider this book the apex of Mr. Armstrong's writings. 
The brethren often say they have never seen God's plan unfold as clearly as in the pages of this book. Many people who were never interested in religion before had been moved to ask for ministerial visits after reading it. Mystery of the Ages continues to be an effective tool in spreading the gospel. So Richard Rice wrote this later in 1986. So this was after Mr. Armstrong died. And clearly he admitted that Mystery of the Ages was a powerful tool for preaching the true gospel message. It, it was a life-changing book for the millions of people who received it in the 32 months that it was available. So why would they get rid of this book? Well, they disagreed with the entire book. They were now preaching a false gospel. Why should they care if Mystery of the Ages is a powerful way of spreading the true gospel when they're now committed to preaching a false gospel? Who was Jesus? That just shows you how big of a disagreement they really had with Mystery of the Ages. Even though they pretended for years like they agreed with the bulk of of its teachings. The fact that they were still willing to discontinue that book, even though they knew it was a great way to get the truth out there shows that they didn't care about the truth. They disagreed with the truth and wanted to cast it to the ground. Page 120 of raising the ruins. Mr. Stephen Flurry compiles all the excuses that the WCG gave for removing Mystery of the Ages from circulation. First, content in Mystery of the Ages was available in other literature. Second, it was too expensive. Third, distribution had reached a near saturation point. Four, con the content was outdated. And five, there were incorrect peripheral or incidental points. And Mr. Flurry <laughs> clearly proves on the very next page, page 121, how all five of those reasons were bogus. Notice this. Notice the way that they uh, talked about removing mystery of the ages here in 1988 joseph Takach wrote to the field ministry apparently a number of ministers have recommended obsolete literature to prospective members these recommendations include two books the incredible human potential and mystery of the ages and the booklet the book of revelation unveiled at last it obviously creates an uncomfortable situation when these prospective members are told that the recommended literature is not in print. Please consult the updated list of current literature that we publish twice a year before recommending a book or booklet. In addition, 
It is inappropriate to photocopy and distribute obsolete articles. If the literature is not on our current literature index, then it should not be used. Okay. So, sure, that point about the fact that people requesting literature that no longer exists could be... That could be a little bit awkward, sure. But what about the fact that they couldn't even receive a photocopied version? If, if these five reasons for canceling Mystery of the Ages are supposed to be valid, why can't they even get a photocopied version? If the content is available in other literature, okay, fine but they can't even have a photocopied version of mystery of the ages. If the book is too expensive for them to print anymore. Okay. Then why can't they photocopy it and read it that way? If distribution is at a near saturation point, meaning that everyone's already requested it. Well, these people are requesting it and they're not even allowed to read a photocopied version. You see, even, even that last point, incorrect peripheral or incidental points. If the vast majority of mystery of the ages is accurate and vitally important information regarding the true gospel message, why can't people read a photocopied version of it? You see, the only real reason they got rid of mystery of the ages was because they hated it. Page 121, Mr. Stephen Flurry says, you couldn't logically cite any of those as reasons why someone could not at least obtain a photocopied version or possibly borrow the book. The reason obsolete literature was not to be used under any circumstances is because it was doctrinally wrong. It was, as Takach Jr. stated dogmatically in private later that year, riddled with error. That's the real reason the WCG thought Mystery of the Ages was wrong. All the other excuses were just lies, just a way to get the people to compromise and accept this massive change in God's work. Now, God has strong opinions about compromise. He has a lot to say about the spirit of compromise and how deadly it really is. There are some, some principles in the Bible that we could really learn a lot from regarding compromise. James 1 shows us the process of committing sin, step-by-step step where sin leads. Notice this, James 1 verses 14 and 15. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, 
brings forth death. So sin starts in the, in the mind, dwelling on a wrong thought. And then step by step, it leads to death. We could easily justify any sort of wrong way of thinking. And then all of a sudden, where do we end up? Dead. That's what God tells us. That's how seriously God thinks about compromise. Notice this one, Revelation 22, verses 18 and 19. For I testify unto every man that hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. No compromise when it comes to God's word, the Holy Bible. We cannot try to add or take away from it without God's approval, of course. There is, there is nothing we could add to the Bible unless God authorized it. No compromise or else we lose everything. The Worldwide Church of God compromised and they lost everything. That's why to this day, the Philadelphia Church of God refuses to compromise. And we deliver mystery of the ages. We step up and do the job that the WCG failed to do. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 12 p.m. Central Time.